Welcome to the Glojo Podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Kalal, and every week I'll be sharing thought-provoking, soul-soothing, and inspiring conversations from personal stories to insider tips and tricks. At the Glojo, you can always find what you need when you need it most. This is permission. Permission to be you, permission to be messy, permission to feel all the feels. So what do you say? Let's do this together. I'll see you in the Glojo. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Glojo podcast in 2022. Happy New Year. As soon as I said 2022, it reminded me of the meme I've seen going around where it's like year 20 and then T-O-O. It's like, oh no, is it going to be 22? Um, 2022, 2020, you know what I mean? If you know the meme, then yeah, you're going to get that. If not, sorry for rambling. I don't know about you, but this has been an interesting start to the new year for me. Typically, I love celebrating. I love any excuse to celebrate. This year, I was out like a light. I didn't even make it till midnight on New Year's Eve, and that is just so not like me. Now, the plus side is that I woke up on January 1st and I felt refreshed and full of energy and I was ready to take on the day and I headed out to go shopping and I realized that so many stores are closed on January 1st and I don't normally know that because I'm sleeping in and having usually more of a slower paced day. So that was something, that was a new experience for me and it, it did feel really good to just feel spry and full of energy on January 1st. But back to the mixed emotions, it's so interesting. I think the culture that we live in and social media, it can really bring up a lot of emotions. I know for me, at least, it can inspire me. It can educate me. It can show me new possibilities and new things. It helps me to dream big. And then on the flip side, it's the whole comparison game. And it's, it was so weird for me scrolling through Instagram on January 1st and over the last couple of days where everybody's doing these year in review reels and everybody's life looked way more exciting and just way more fun than how my life has been. I've been living a pretty isolated, slow paced life. And usually I'm the one off traveling and having these fun experiences and going to events and meeting interesting people and Things have just changed so much. And so I think it's been difficult for me seeing that in so many parts of the world and for so many people, life is moving on, it's going forward. And for me, this pandemic has been really difficult and it's really put me, you know, in the position where I do need to live very differently and go through life very differently. And so Different isn't always bad. There's been a ton of blessings in disguise that have come from this. I honestly don't think the Glojo podcast would exist if I was still globetrotting and hopping around and living the lifestyle that I used to live. I'm very grateful for a lot of the good that's entered my life because of this, but I definitely felt some tinges of pain in my chest and just some heaviness when I was looking and realizing like, oh man, people are still out there living their life, doing what I used to do. So it's a little tricky and I don't think I'm alone in this. I think this time of year can be equally inspiring and motivating and exciting and also really triggering and confronting. 
because all of a sudden it's like, okay, it's the beginning of the new year and you have the group of people who are gung-ho and excited and motivated and they're setting their goals and they're posting everything and it's just this good energy, high vibing. And, you know, that's what I like to gravitate towards. And I've been that person in the past. And this year, I I just haven't quite felt that. I'm still excited for the new year. There's something that I just love the beginning of things. I'm a quick start on the Colby scale. Basically, all of the different personality profiling. I like newness. I like the beginning of things. And so naturally, I love the beginning of a new year. It is fresh. It's exciting. It does have a different energy to it. It's this clean slate. And I enjoy setting goals and using this time of year to be really intentional with what do I want to bring into my life? How do I want to live? What's important to me right now? And how can I start to set myself up so I can experience my desired reality? But then on the flip side, I'm just so tired and things look so different. And a lot of what I probably would have put on my list before and my goals isn't really possible now. I think we all reach this point of what's next for me? Where do I go from here? What do I do now? And I am excited again. Like this is the weird thing. I'm excited. I have ideas. I'm going to take you through the process that I used this year to set my goals and really just evaluate, reevaluate and align where I'm going to go next. But yeah, there's just been this other tinge of, oh, here we are again. We're going into another year with super strict restrictions and gyms have been closed in, in BC where I live and just all of these things. It's like, oh, there's just this heaviness. And so if you're feeling the heaviness, I want you to know that you're not alone. I think there are a lot of us who are feeling this. And guess what? And guess what? Heaviness can still exist with excitement and we can still be where we are and be hopeful about where we're going and what's next for us. And so I'm choosing to really harness the energy that a new year brings. And when you think about it, it's one of the things that we all experience on a global level together. It marks the beginning of the calendar year. No matter where you live, no matter where you're from, no matter where you were raised or how you grew up, we all operate off of the same calendar year. Now, certain cultures do have their own new year that they celebrate like Chinese New Year and there's Persian New Year. But in general, we all operate off of the same calendar. And so I think that even just from a 30,000 foot view collective perspective, that we're moving through this cycle together. We're all together in this. And with that togetherness, I think there comes a surge of energy and we get to choose how to use that energy. And so I'm going to share how I'm choosing to use this energy this year. And also really quick, if you haven't listened to the episode that I did with Mara Branscombe, it was for the winter solstice and rituals. I highly recommend listening to it, even though it was winter solstice and that was a couple weeks ago, her approach is really beautiful. And she does treat winter solstice as a time to set her goals for the upcoming year. And what we talk about in that episode is still very, very relevant and applicable for where we're at right now today. And so I'll make sure to link to that in the show notes, but I really just want to say like, hey, that was a fun episode. And there's some valuable information in there for you if you're needing that extra boost and oomph to get going. All right, getting back on track, I'm going to share 
the New Year's resolution setting, and I don't even like calling it New Year's resolution setting because it's different than that to me. So I need to come up with a new name for it. If you have any good ideas, let me know. Reach out to me on Instagram. But essentially, what I did in the past really wasn't that effective and it wasn't working. I've always been a big dreamer. And so I would sit down and I would make these monster lists of all the things I'm going to do and how I'm going to show up in all of these areas of my life. And I would go hard and I would burn myself out and I would crash and burn pretty damn fast. And then things would trickle off. And sometimes I'd remember like, oh, shoot, that was something important to me, or that was something I really wanted to do. And I didn't do it. And then I would feel like crap. And, you know, I think as I've gotten older, I realize I still always want to dream. That's something I don't want to change, but it is important to be realistic. And for me, the thing that I'm learning to be the most realistic with is my energy. <laughs> I am someone who loves to work on multiple projects at once and, and to cultivate and sort of feed these different ideas but it's learning how to do it in a more balanced way that's been helpful for me. And so here's what I do now. I'm going to walk you through a process. You can choose to pause this. You can re-listen to it another time if you don't have time to go through these exercises today. But if you do have time, go grab a journal and a pen and let's do this. So the first thing that I do is a year in review, except it's not the fancy Instagram real worthy year in review. It is a year in review where I take a look back and I started at January, 2021. And I thought back to what I was doing. What was I working on? How was I showing up? And I review and go month by month. And every single month, I was able to find something that I was really, really proud of myself for. And they weren't always, again, the fancy Instagram things. But this last year, I celebrated a lot of things that I actually let go of. And I was proud of myself for letting go of projects and clients that were no longer aligned with my values. And I let go of putting so much damn pressure on myself and ways of being and operating in the world. And I started to cultivate and show up in a new way. And then I also created a lot of new things. And I had a lot of really beautiful experiences still. And so I went through month by month and I was able to find many, many things that I was proud of. And I want you to do the same thing and really feel how far you've come, even if it doesn't feel like you've come that far, even if your life doesn't look that different, guaranteed there have been positive changes in your life. And sometimes positive changes can still be difficult, but they are worthy of taking note of, and they're worthy of celebrating. And you should feel proud of yourself for the difficult things, the easy things, the fun things, all of the different things that you created or or let go of. And so at least one thing per month, you can be proud of things at work and business, with your health, your fitness. Maybe there were other personal goals that you achieved, relationships, how you showed up in certain conversations or in certain circumstances, how you were able to support yourself or how you were able to show up and support other people. Those are all things to be proud of. After you identify those things, just sit there and read through it and really take it in. This is something I think we can be so much better at is sitting in the good, reveling in the good, 
allowing ourselves to receive. Why can it feel so uncomfortable sometimes? It's so silly. It's like, let's actually just like, ah, like you're basking in the sun. Read through that list and bask in your accomplishments, no matter how big or how small. And and if exploring your relationship with celebrating is something that you'd like to do, then I recommend listening to the episode that I did on why it's so important to celebrate the things in our life, both big and small. So I will make sure that I link to that episode in the show notes as well. So that was last year. Now let's look to the future. Let's look to the present time and how we want to live moving forward. And so now what I'd like to do, and this is from kind of a couple of my friends. I have one friend and she'll have a theme every year and she chooses one thing. And then all of her, not all of her decisions, but a lot of her decisions are made to really align with this one theme and supporting herself in this. Then I have other friends who choose different words that they want to live by and embody throughout the year. Last year, one of my words was peace, and I actually did feel a lot more inner peace than I have in the past. So I want you to choose your word of the year. And this word can really embody what you want your personal theme to be. And if you're like me, one word is way too hard. And so you can definitely choose more than one word. And maybe you had a word that came to mind instantly. If so, write it down, or maybe you had a few come to mind instantly. If not, don't worry, you can circle back after we go through the the next steps, and you can do this at the end. I'll share some of my words. And usually my words are opposing in some way, which is so interesting. This year, I want to be grounded and bold. I want to be super bold. This is my year to be bold and start living in a new way that I've never lived before. And again, it's going to look different because of the restrictions (laughs) that I'm experiencing living in Canada right now, but I'm excited. How is this boldness going to come out? What is this going to look like? I want to create more balance in my life, and I also want to focus on expression, self-expression. So my words for this year are grounded, bold, balanced, and expression. But I'd also like to throw another one in there because it just feels like, why the heck not? And that would be around connection and receptivity. I'm open to receiving. And so I'm actually going to refine that. I'm going to say receiving. And so grounded, bold, balanced, expressing and expressive and receiving. So those are my words. So that's the, it really does snowball. And do you know what? I've learned not to make myself wrong for it. If I want to have more words, I'll have more words as long as they all feel true for you. That's the most important thing. Do what feels good. Do what lights you up and what makes you feel supported and inspired and loved. All right. So after you figure out your word or your words, the next piece of this process is to identify how you want to feel throughout the year. How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel grounded and calm and peaceful? Do you want to feel playful and excited and energized? Do you want to feel healthy and full of life and vitality? Do you want to feel confident and grounded and focused? Do you want to be productive? Do you want to feel adventurous? And so identify how you want to feel. And 
I think that a lot of times the feelings that we want to feel like that, there's going to be some correlation between the words, but identify how you want to feel. Then after you've decided how you want to feel, I want you to free flow. Don't overthink it. Just let your pen and thoughts flow and start writing down the different ideas and things that come to mind that will make you feel this way. Maybe it's hanging out with a certain friend or going on a trip or taking a course or buying a book or volunteering or finally getting that project off the ground. Or maybe it's working out with a trainer, just getting up and going for a walk or stretching in the morning. Whatever it is, just write down anything and everything that flows out that is going to help you feel the way you want to feel. And if you're having troubles doing this, another thing you can do is think back to a time in your life when you felt that way. What were you doing? How were you spending your days? Who were you spending your time with? We can find so many clues about what truly lights us up if we look back in our lives and remember when we felt a certain way. So we have the energy and sort of the theme with the word of the year. And then we're starting to build that and fuel it by getting really clear on how you want to feel. And then you've started to identify certain things you can do to help you feel that way. Then the next thing is moving on to more specifics. Now, I also want to share that this year, and this is something new that I'm working on. It might not be for everyone, but I'm going to share this new practice and this new piece of my goal setting process. And that is to be extremely mindful of the state that I'm in when I'm doing anything, the state that I create from, the state that I show up in. So what do I mean when I say state? Well, for me, this is a general way of being. I don't want to be frantic and disorganized and always running late and running behind, which is how I felt so often throughout my life. I want to feel grounded. I want to feel calm. I want to feel collected. I want to feel like a badass who's just got it all. Like I'm on it. I've got it covered. For me, I think how different would my days feel and how different would my life be if I am approaching things from the state of being grounded and present and focused and on it versus like, oh, okay, I'm here. Now what? Now what? It's completely different. And so for me, one of the biggest things I'm focusing on is this state and the way of being and how I'm showing up when I'm doing certain things. And so I want to share that with you as well. Now getting into more specifics, because we've talked about the broader sense of feeling, but it is really good to be specific. I always like to choose a couple of big things to work towards and then having smaller things that support me or support that goal throughout the way. So you could have one or two big goals in business, have a couple of goals in your personal life have a goal or two in your health. I know that there's all these different different areas, um, but what I've learned is to not overdo it too much, even though my lists are still always long, but really focus on those things that are going to move the needle, those things that are going to make me feel a certain way and are going to align with my values. And so again, list a couple of things in business, a couple of things in your personal life, a couple of things in health and fitness. You could throw in finances as well, or maybe that's lumped into your personal life. Then let's take a step back and let's look at the small things. Let's set some goals that are small. 
because I actually am beginning to really believe this whole less is more thing. Simple things can lead to big changes. And so do you want to know what my simple things are for the year? I feel so funny saying it because they're not that glamorous and they're not that exciting. But the one thing that I am committing to this year is making my bed every day. And guess what? I have made my bed and I feel accomplished when I do it. It's so simple. And I always thought it was so silly when people would make their beds every day and like rave about it. But now I get it. And I've just started doing this. But it feels, it's like something, if it feels empowering. I can check it off. And it's been so nice to get into a made bed every night without having crazy sheets and blankets all over the place. And so that's the one thing. The other thing is I want to start my days with 10 minutes of yoga, 10 minutes every day, no matter what. And so far I've done this as well. And it's feeling great. For me, this is more about building consistency and habits. I think there's power in starting with the small things, because if we can prove to ourselves that we can show up and do these small things consistently, that's going to inspire and give confidence and give more faith in in ourself to do the bigger things. And so those are my smaller habits that I am committing to. Now, there's a couple other little things thrown in there, but more or less, those are the two daily habits that I'm committing to. And so far, it's feeling really, really good. And I'm feeling hopeful and I'm feeling confident. And it just feels so good to actually feel like, oh yeah, I can do this versus being however many days into the new year and feeling like I'm already falling behind and like I'm going to fail and nothing is achievable. So make sure that you give yourself some goals that are achievable because it feels good to achieve something. So make it easy for yourself in these different ways. There's one other thing I want to mention that I think is so important to revisit at this time of year or visit for the first time if you've never done this before. And that is getting clear on your values. And then what are your guiding values and how can you start to live your life around them? So I'm not going to go into that now, but the episode that I have coming out next week is with the wonderful Mandy Ballack of the Ace Collective. And I would say she's like the values master. And I'm so excited to share that episode with you. So make sure you're ready for that next Tuesday, January 11th. It's a super, super inspiring, motivating, empowering episode. And I was really intentional with scheduling it for the beginning of the new year, because let's just ride this wave of energy and let's use this as an opportunity to get really, really aligned with what's important to us, what's true for us, and how can we start living a life that is aligned with us and not with social media, not with the fancy reels, not with your friends or your family or your coworkers. This is a time to focus on you and what matters to you and how you want to feel and what you want to experience in life. And so just go for it. You don't need permission, but I am giving you permission just in case you think you do. In case you need someone to say you deserve to have those big wild dreams, you deserve to want whatever you want. Don't be afraid. Just have fun with it. Start to explore it. How can 2022 be a damn good year? 
I'm looking forward to making it a good one. I have a lot of fun things that I plan on working on and we'll see. It might not be Instagram real worthy, but I have a sneaking suspicion that it is going to be heartwarming and aligned and true for me. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. So thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me at the Glojo. I'm so grateful for you all. Thank you everyone for tuning in. It's pretty cool. We now have listeners in 60 countries throughout the world. That's wild. Wow. That's really cool. So let's see how many more people um, are going to join the Glojo community in this next year. And I would love to hear from you. So don't be shy. Reach out to me on Instagram at Leanne Kalal or at the Glojo. You can send a DM and we can chat. I'd love to hear what you thought of this process and what you're looking forward to in 2022. What is your word of the year going to be? Let's do it together. Let's be accountability buddies. Let's be cheerleaders for each other because life is short. So let's live it and have some fun along the way. Okay. I will see you next week.